Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you abide in His Word today. How is your eyesight? Yes, I'm talking about your physical vision. One can check one's visual acuity through a vision test chart, like the one on a wall of an optical store, or see an ophthalmologist who specializes in vision care. I recall the first time I put on a prescription eyeglasses. I was a freshman in college. The writings on the boards in class were getting blurry. It was affecting my note-taking. With vision correction, I was seeing a new world. Everything was crystally clear. In today's passage, God is questioning our vision, our spiritual eyesight. God says that our perception of life can only come from His hands. In other words, there's a major chasm between man's vision and God's vision. Let's look at today's passage together. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verses 1 through 9. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites in Moab in addition to the covenant he had made with them at Horeb. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to all his land. With your own eyes you saw those great trials, those signs and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind that understands, or eyes that see, or ears that hear. Yet the Lord says, During the forty years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. When you reached this place, Sion king of Heshbon and Og king of Bashan came out to fight against us, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything you do. In the previous chapter, God outlines point-blank the outcome of obeying His commands and the outcome of disobedience. In light of that, God reminds the Israelites the reason for demanding obedience to Him. Verse 1 states that these are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites in Moab, in addition to the covenant He made with them at Horeb. What is the covenant? Simply, I'll be faithful to you no matter what for all of my days. In other words, it requires spiritual vision to perceive such truth about our relationship with God. Then one can ask, how does one acquire such spiritual vision? Let's look at verse 2. It says, your eyes have seen all the Lord did. Verse 3, with your own eyes you saw. 
Then verses 5 through 8, God reminds them that their clothes and shoes did not wear out for 40 years in the wilderness. That's unbelievable. He's also faithfully provided their needs by feeding them and giving them water to drink. On top of that, God gives them victory in the battlefields. In whole, the Israelites experienced the power, the wonder, and the faithfulness of God through the five basic senses of sight, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. Is this how you experience God? The first step of our spiritual journey is not unlike how infants and toddlers experience life around them. They encounter, they learn, they embrace life through the five basic senses. Like so, this is how people initially relate to God and build relationship with Him. The initial step to building faith in God is through the five senses. In building a relationship with Him, this is foundational, but it's inadequate. An additional step is necessary as outlined in verse 4. Uh, read verse 4 with me. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind that understands, or eyes that sees, or ears that hear. What does he mean? The Israelites saw and heard the happenings, but they were unable to perceive. They saw, but they did not see. They heard, but they did not hear. Listen to Proverbs 20, verse 12. Ears that hear and eyes that see, the Lord has made them both. Unless God gives me spiritual insight, I won't understand what God is doing. Therefore, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 6 says this, The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants. This is how God opens the eyes of our hearts so that we may truly see the work of God. Is your heart circumcised? Our spiritual journey begins with the engagement of five basic senses, but it doesn't stop there. The journey must be bolstered by the intervention of God and the circumcision of our heart. What is the purpose of such spiritual vision, you might ask? Verse 1 and 9. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded. Verse 9. Carefully follow the terms of this covenant. It's the understanding that our relationship with God is undeniably unique, distinct, and special. Hence, we should carefully follow and obey Him in all things. I ask again, how's your eyesight? How's your hearing? Do you see, hear, and perceive? Here's some questions to consider for today. How am I experiencing God today? Do I perceive His presence in my life today? Let's be reminded of the questions to consider for today. Are you experiencing God today? 
Do you perceive His presence in your life? I encourage you to ask these questions throughout the day today. Something might happen in our lives, and I ask, where is God in this? What is He doing? What is He saying? I'd like to thank you for being with us today. May you perceive what God is doing in your life today. Let's close with prayer. Heavenly Father, we want to admit that we do not see what you see. Father, we know that our spiritual vision is blurry, Lord. We ask for the circumcision of our hearts and our eyes so that we may have the same heart that you have and may we have the same eyes that you have. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh uh-huh.